feel like a star, but only strictly where I'm famous. I'm in this for the longest haul, like we'll see where it takes us. I'm throwing back these double shots like whiskey here is weightless. Cause, cause this career I chose was even riskier than Vegas, yo. Oh, hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Colby Rebel Show. I am your host, Colby Rebel, and what an exciting show we have for you tonight. Uh, so excited. You know, I love when we get these amazing, amazing mediums and inspirational speakers, teachers with us to really share their experience. And tonight, uh, we have quite a surprise for you. So I know a lot of you um, are, are just dealing with a lot at the moment. There's been a lot of emotions. Uh, we had a pink moon last night. So I know people have had trouble sleeping or really vivid dreams, a lot of stress or a lot of boredom, really forcing yourself to go inward and peel away those layers, right? And this is an opportunity to do that. This is an opportunity to kind of say, where do I need to fix things? Where's some patching needed in the structural foundation? <laughs> so this is a great way to do it. And, um, one of the things I do want to mention is uh, I am doing an online circle. I think there's just one spot left. Uh, so that is an online development circle. And, and that's the great thing about this experience is just because it really has uh, forced me to go online with classes and such, which has really been a lot of fun. So, but, you know, I really want to kind of get right into it and get to our guest tonight because she really, really is amazing. And she's just such an inspiration. And I've really been seeing her, you know, it's kind of one of those people where you, you're in the same circles a lot. You maybe know the same people, but you haven't really met at the party yet. Right. And so I finally was like, I, I have to have her on. <laughs> And uh, it was so exciting. You know, I reached out and she reached back. And uh, so I am very thrilled. And the great thing about her is she's so uh, spirit driven. It's from such a pure place. And she is uh, really amazing, an incredibly gifted uh, medium. She does a lot of touring and platform around the country and has done so much traveling. She takes people on these soul spirit travel tours, which I can't wait to talk to her about. Uh, it's, it's amazing. You can really see the transformation from those that have traveled with her. And she's also currently working uh, on an Oracle deck that we're going to get into a training deck that we're going to talk about, but I don't want to ruin the surprise yet. But what I do want you to do is please uh, help me welcome, put your hands together for Lauren Rainbow. <laughs> Hi there, Lauren. <laughs> Hi, Colby. How are you? I am so good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. I'm happy uh, to be here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I know you're on the East Coast, so I really do appreciate you. You know, it's a little later for you, so I do appreciate you being on with us and sharing with us. <laughs> Um, so, you know, what do you think about this pink moon and the emotions with people? Have you noticed that as well with, with your, your friends, fellows, uh, family members? With myself. 
<laughs> I've noticed it with myself, with uh, the people in my life, my friends, my um, I'm still working and helping people online, doing readings and sessions. And, um, you know, I think we're settling in from change. We're settling into kind of that quiet space that we know we all need to get into right now. Um, so I feel like it's that pink moon is kind of softening the energy a little bit here for me, but it's definitely been a beginning emotional week. <laughs> So much so, better to be grounded here. It is so much better. So if you'll do me a favor, just tell me a little bit about how you got started. You know, when did you realize, like, I'm talking to dead people? <laughs> yeah. So um, for me, it's been over almost 20 years now I've been doing this work, uh, which is kind of a long time when you think about it. I started uh, connecting with spirit in my early 20s. Um, and yeah, so for me, it was, I knew, obviously, I think, you know, Colby, you understand, we've always been odd, uh, <laughs> odd childhood, you know, <laughs> you look back and you go, okay, it's always been yeah. there, you know, um, and I could go into the stories of my own childhood, but really, um, for me, it was in my early 20s, and uh, I started to just become aware of spirit, it was right before 9-11, which is so powerful with the shift that we're in right now, um, you know, I think for 9-11, for a lot of us, it was kind of a, a spiritual awakening, and I, I definitely think that uh, what's happening here right now with COVID-19 is also another shift, just uh, on a bigger scale, so um, I started around 9-11, really stepping into spirit, um, the day uh, was a big shift for me, and I ended up unemployed and in a metaphysical shop two days after and have never worked a normal job since. So <laughs> um, I went out hustling as a psychic, uh, doing house parties and uh, stuff before we had Facebook and, uh, you know, before we had MySpace. So <laughs> yeah, it's wow. been amazing journey. Uh, John Edward had just started doing crossing over when I uh, started coming out as a medium. Um, and now it's been an amazing 20 years to see how, what an amazing world it is for mediumship and, uh, you know, the way that we're helping people on such a big level. So that's kind of the, the quick start. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened in that journey and I've taught around New England for over 15 years in development. So, um, yeah. Back around that time. So, you know, the universe is always giving you signs, directions, paths before you just got to pay attention sometimes. <laughs> uh, you know, they do. I think I always tell people that they give you signs. So I think this is how they work. And you can tell me if you agree or not. But I think they give you a warning. They give you a little suggestion. And then a lot of times we <laughs> ignore that first nudge, right? <laughs> Then they may yes. give you another nudge, but then we ignore that nudge too. <laughs> yeah. So then they say enough's enough and they rip the carpet out right from under you so that you have no choice. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. I literally, the first, you know, my first shift was, um, I worked for a newspaper that, uh, a lot of people who know my story, the newspaper was called the messenger. Uh, <laughs> I and every day. And then I left that job because I didn't want to cover the death and dying. And I ended up moving into a retired funeral home. Uh, <laughs> and then I was laid off the day before 9-11 happened. I was boosting my way up the design world back then, and I was doing really well. And I got laid off the day before 9-11, having already started to really feel spirit, connect with spirit. And then the, the doors just opened after that, that I had no choice to step in and work with it and bring it back as a service. So wow, it's been amazing. That's really great. And now you do a lot of uh, traveling, like you take groups on tours. I think you've been to India and such. Is that right? 
Yeah. So uh, in the last, since 2017, I have done five sacred journeys, um, bringing people from everywhere to Mexico, Egypt, India, and Peru. Um, and so uh, more to open up once we get through this shift. Uh, that's been a, a, a super passion of mine to really connect to these amazing sacred sites and cultures and give people these amazing life-changing experiences uh, to really awaken. My last journey, Colby, was in February. So I got a group to Egypt. We got through safely and got back before COVID had become a huge issue. Um, so the sacred journey travels have also been blessedly safe and, and miracles in and of themselves. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I felt like, you know, I was just in uh, Australia and New Zealand and I and it was like... I almost felt like I was just ahead of the COVID. Like it was almost <laughs> like it was coming and I'm like running from it as fast as I can. So I got, I got back to LA and then literally within a couple of days, everything was shut down. So now, but, but thinking now I'm like, gosh, being stuck in Australia or New Zealand might not have been such a bad idea. <laughs> we were actually on that of the world. I was in Bali right after Egypt. And so I flew from Bali back here to New England and landed at the beginning of March. So like you, I was just moving ahead of it. Yeah. It's interesting. You said Bali just because my birthday is March 21st. So my tour ended uh, a, a little bit before that. And I thought, well, maybe I'll go to Bali for my birthday. And then my mm -hmm. intuition said, no, go home. And so yeah. I didn't book that. So it's, you know, that's, we got to listen to that intuition and uh, yeah. So got me right back. So, um, but anyhow, so, so with these tours that you take is, is, you know, do you help the people that you take on it? Do you help them connect to their gifts? Do you help them meditate? Tell me a little bit about what that journey is like for someone going with you. Yeah, so each journey has its own unique, you know, design. Some of the folks that I've traveled with, uh, other colleagues, so like uh, some friends of mine, uh, Julianne Santini and her partner, John Mercedes, have been uh, some teammates on some of my journeys. Tony Stockwell and I did one to India. Um, so we, we sometimes have an intent of creating a connection. So my last journey was called the Radiant Heart. And my intent is to help people connect more to the heart space, awaken into allowing their light to get brighter. And um, But while we're on that journey, that's going to look completely different for each person who was called to the journey. Um, but we work with these sites. So uh, again, Egypt being the most recent example, we're visiting places like the pyramids and the temples of the different gods and goddesses. Um, we're uh, going down the Nile in our own boat, just kind of connecting and meditating. And uh, we really create a very private journey so that when we visit these sites as well, we're visiting the sites without a lot of public uh, in some cases, or uh, when you're going to India, it's a whole different experience. You want to be in the public. So you go to these river RTs and you go to these celebrations with the actual people celebrating and connecting to the culture and or the site, the energy, the history, the sacredness, the magic. Um, and for each person that comes out of each journey, their, their own story is unique in what they've opened up and changed in their life. Uh, but really it's about empowering or allowing people to step if it's further into an ability or their life's calling. Um, really anything that 
it just, you know, they feel it, it just awakens in them. The other magic about that, though, is the work that we also do for the planet. You know, all of these journeys are also earth based. You know, we're we're not only just connecting to charge ourselves up, but a lot of the work I have these people do is to send love back to Mother Earth, you know, to do a lot of healing for her because of what she's going through right now. I think yeah. we see one of the benefits, unfortunately, of COVID is the healing that's happening to the planet, um, you know, and, and that's where my heart feels most called to these journeys as well is to not only bring people there for their awakening, but to bring people there for earth healing. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And you uh, have some really exciting news. Uh, we're working on a new <laughs> training deck. Yes. So why don't yes. you tell us about that a little bit? Because that is just fantastic. I know it's a lovely project and I'm so excited about this one. So my dear friend, John Holland, uh, some of you know, psychic medium, John Holland, a wonderful uh, medium and uh, author uh, has had several decks himself. He actually is, uh, lives very close to me here in New Hampshire. So we've been really good friends for years. And he asked me to create a deck called the mediumship training deck with him. Um, and so, yeah, look at that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, it's so exciting. It's like a dream come true when you see some of the cards that you're 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 flashing there in front of them and I love it. Um it's it's exciting to see this come together. So the mediumship training deck was um, um, kind of an idea that we had to not only, you know, create, it's not really so much an Oracle deck as it is an actual training deck. Yeah. Um, all of these different cards um, have either a technique, a meditation practice, um, or something to help you just ongoingly work in training your gift. Um, it actually can be great for psychics, intuitives, you know, even though we call it the mediumship training deck, all the tools and, you know, Colby, you would recognize some of the exercises like psychometry and, uh, you know, just talking and helping people stay in tune with the, their development. Um, you know, a lot of us have taken classes or workshops and, you know, as a teacher, we both find a lot of people don't know what to do after, yeah. you know, what, what do I do now? How do I keep going or forgetting what they learned in the workshop? So uh, we put our brains together and our hearts together and created this deck, um, 50 cards of techniques and meditations and um, sometimes even just fun, random ways to, you know, take and honor your soul and yourself. So it's a really uh, beautiful deck. The, the artist we're so excited about as well, something yeah. a little different modern and contemporary. Um, and uh, it's going to be out in August. It's actually on its way to being in print. <laughs> See that? So, wow. The, the yeah. images are stunning. Yeah. They're, they're really vibrant. And I think that they're really going to capture people's attention. And it is such a great idea to help students, you know, because again, like you're saying, they may take a workshop or a circle, uh, but you've got to, you've got to flex those spiritual muscles, right? You got to, you got to keep it going. So that's a great, great idea. Um, yeah. now with this and, and now real quick though. So before I move on, uh, they're going to be available in August. So will they be available online, Amazon? Uh, how are they going to, how are people going to be able to find them? Yeah, so right now they are available on Amazon for pre-order. Okay. Um, so you can go to Amazon and, and Google the Mediumship Training Deck or find the link on my website, uh, laurenrainbow.com. So yeah, but they're available for pre-order um, due out August 25th. And it's just kind of pinch me moment. I'm so excited. <laughs> wow. And, and I would say, I would, I would recommend, honestly, that people do the pre-sale just because then you're first in line. You know, right. And, and you're the first one getting you know, them. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, 
what's that early bird gets the worm <laughs> <laughs> and i'm just saying the hard part about publishing and i know you've probably been through this as well is you know the deck is done and designed and in print and i've seen them and you know when people are pre-ordering they're like i can't wait and i'm like i can't wait for yeah, you sure, to see i can't <laughs> <laughs> it's all torturous like i don't want you to too, you know, and, and what you've got for images that you showed is all that we're kind of allowed to tease you with right now. So, yeah. you know, people want to see more cards and I'm like, I wish I could show you, but I can't. Yeah. It, and it's, it's a lot of work. You know, I've written two books and I've just finished some Stan cards. Stan is a squirrel that comes visits me. <laughs> so, but I know that that labor of love that it takes to, to commit and to really, you know, for you and John, you know, it's, it's not just that you throw things out there. I mean, both of you have to sit down and strategically say what is going to translate well on a card as a lesson. And so I'm yeah. sure you guys came up with some fantastic ones. So I, I know I can't wait to see it. I'll get some for the shop here. Yeah. Now with, with your experience, you know, you, you kind of had it since the twenties and, but you know, we don't just, we don't birth ourselves into platform mediums, right? It, it does take some work and it does take some dedication and yeah. I'm just kind of curious. I mean, did you ever have a moment, you know, in those early years where you were like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> well, I remember for me how I even got to do, you know, as a beginning as a medium, when I really started to actually do more psychic work first and then mediumship fell in, even though medium connecting with spirit was the first calling. So um, the way I even ended up on stage was kind of interesting. I ended up working at a theater. This is the magic of spirit. I was a box office manager. Uh, the gentleman who had heard about me through the grapevine of the city area that I live in, because I started to get a little bit of a recognition here. And he goes, I know about your other job. And he uh, worked with other local bands and, and people and events. And he's like, I want to put you on a stage and I want to see what happens. So that alone was just a terrifying moment. I, I have no idea what this looks like. It wasn't really popular on TV yet. So I'm standing on stage, um, kind of in the middle of a woman's expo, getting ready to talk to spirit and not even knowing what am I doing and how does this look? I had not really formally trained for demonstrating mediumship. So I, I did platform on my own. I figured it out. Um, and I remember just kind of freezing and then people come to the mic and ask a question and I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to tell them what I get. And then you just do it and it worked out. So yeah, my whole first experience was just being thrown into the fire and figuring it out. Um, and uh, it just kind of grew from there. So it's been 10 years on stage. This gentleman and I, we just kind of started doing theaters around New Hampshire and um, kind of figuring it out. Um, I have almost fallen off the stage. Uh, that was more of a clumsy <laughs> moment. <laughs> I was walking on a, a very little platform. And I, I'm sure you're like that too, Colby, when you're on stage and you're in the energy and you're just so excited and you're just talking and next thing you know, I'm walking forward and down, I just kind of went almost into the front row. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you just, and thank God it was just like a, a foot platform. It wasn't a big one. Um, I actually fell in a class when I was teaching with John Holland in Maine. I fell <laughs> off the stage in the classroom. Uh, so I have a knack for missing the edge of the stage, which goes back to my early theater days as a child. Um, I fell off the stage in the middle of a performance once. So... <laughs> Oh my I'm a goodness. Wow. Yeah. 
we we gotta we gotta put baby gates out for you. <laughs> I did the the Palace Theater here in in Manchester, which is one of our larger oh, yes. theaters, and yes. the orchestra pit. And when the orchestra pit was wide open in front of me, they put like this really big white um, rug, and he said, "Do not walk outside the area of the rug." So what's um, Laura do? <laughs> And it, and it just gave me, okay, I'm on the rug. I'm not going to fall off the stage. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, we are glad you are still in one piece. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, how about we we take some callers? Does that sound good to you? That would be lovely. So, yeah. uh, you know, listen, everybody, we're, the call lines are open. We've got a ton of callers in queue. Uh, so what we're going to do, you know, as always, these are quick, short calls. So have your question ready. Uh, if it's a psychic question, just know what is that question specifically you want to ask. If it is a loved one, just let us know which loved one you want, because otherwise we're going to call in who's there and it may not be the person. So just give us who you want. So we can dive in, we can get to, to the bottom of it as quickly as we can, so we can get as many callers as we can, all right? And what we'll do is just know this, remember everybody, uh, no speaker phone, no listening to the TV, we want a quiet, beautiful, clear connection. All right. So if you have to put the husband outside, put the kids in the closet and put the dog in the bathroom, you do what you need to do. Uh, if you've just gotten through in the last week or two, uh, please, we ask that you do not call in. Let's keep those call lines open to really give everyone a fair chance since the calls are done at random. So listen to your area code and we will get started. All right. Uh, are you ready, Lauren? Absolutely. All right. Here we go. Let's see. We have, um, here we go. How about five, three, zero? Uh, let's see here. Five, three, zero. Hey, five, three, Hello? zero. You're on the air. Who is this? This is Christy. Hi, Christy. How are you doing, honey? I'm fine. Uh, what can we question. do for you? Yes, honey. Well, if somebody passes like a month ago, is that too early to try to get something from them? No, I mean, listen, they, we could connect to them the same day or the next day if it's possible. It's just that what happens is sometimes the recipient uh, isn't ready because they're too deep in grief. Right. So that doesn't mean that the spirit isn't there, but the, the sitter might be too deep. So how are you feeling? Or do you want us to connect to someone that recently passed? I would like to try her. She was my ex-sister-in-law. She went by Trish, but I always called her Pat. All right. Well, let's let's give it a shot. Are you up for that, uh, Lauren, to give it a shot yes, here? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, all right. Go ahead then. And so is this, I'm sorry, Christy? Yes. Did I get the name right? Yes. Hi, Christy. Christy. It's Lauren. Yes. And so right away, I've actually got perhaps two, so I'm going to try to work quickly here. But um, I know you're looking for ex-sister-in-law, Pat. Would you understand with Pat, Christy, that she passes um, kind of still a bit young or middle years age? I'm not feeling too old here. Um, and I definitely get a struggle of health around her that seemed to move very quick in the end. Do you see this? Yes. Okay. Would you also understand that she has really kind of funny personality when she was healthy or really outgoing, very charming woman? Chatter? Yes. Chatty? I love yes, the personality. Okay. 
Yeah, and I get the sense that she feels more like a sister than a sister-in-law. But yeah, I that's what I, <laughs> I just yeah, heard. I, was say, definitely. I, I just heard sister from another mister. <laughs> so did you guys yeah, ever say that? that or? <laughs> yeah, we were very close. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you are, oh, go ahead. Rebel. No, go uh, ahead. Go ahead, Lauren. <laughs> it's like our last day for unique. Um, uh, would you also understand with her a feeling of you being by her, by her side, around her at the end of her time? I'm seeing you as a main support for me. Do you see that also? I was her main support, but I wasn't with her when she passed. Okay. I hadn't talked okay. to her in like a month. And is there okay. uh, and the main support part, though, that feels important from her? Yes. Okay. And yes. Would there be a cancer connection? Um, is that correct? Like, or, or did she just makes me feel like there's an illness prior to the passing? Yeah, she had some cancer. Okay. Also, I'm curious. Did she happen to smoke, Christy? Do you happen to remember if she was? No. A, uh, do she you? Didn't, she didn't smoke. Do you happen to be a smoker? No. no. Oh, she gives me a sense of smoking. So I feel like. She's talking about somebody smoking and and kind of warning them to stop smoking. So do you know if there's someone around in the family that's a bit of a smoker that she would be chastising? Her to son, say, prob- okay. Probably your son. <laughs> okay, because she is wagging a finger, letting them know to, to stop smoking. Go ahead, Lauren. No, I'm just going to say, I'm wondering if you're touching on it. Um, if I can ask you, Christy, I get the sense that um, there is a young gentleman in the spirit around you as well. Um, and that was the first thing I got the minute I heard your voice. So would you understand around you or the or Pat, a younger adult male who's passed? My son. Uh, okay, yeah. Go. He was the very first thing that came in before I heard your voice. I know you were asking for your sister, but I actually wrote down the words young man with a sudden passing. Do you understand that? Yes. Okay. And there's a feeling of these two knowing each other or having met through life or having very similar humorous personalities. Do you see that as well? Yes. Okay. And would you understand that when I see him come forward here, he, he seems like his passing was more tragic versus illness related. Would you see that? Would you be able to connect with that? What was it? My son? Yes. The young man? Yes. Okay. Very I'm also, Very yes, sad I'm also getting, Okay. Perfect. I'm also getting the impression here that he feels like he wants me to say that I love you, that I'm okay. And that I feel like I'm sorry here. Um, a feeling of either a disconnect or a challenge before he passed, but he needs you to know that he's okay. Can you be with that? Yes. Okay. I'm also aware if I can take one more moment with this, cause I know we, uh, we have other callers here, but I feel like she, he came in right before you recognize Pat. Again, I want to acknowledge that perhaps they are together because there's yeah. a feeling that he was the very first one I heard with her voice. Oh. And so wanting to close to you. Okay. Yeah. And he's a, you know, I do know that he's a good son because he was very polite. Like he helped to greet her. So I do know that you raised him well. <laughs> we raised him with manners um, because, you know, it's like he knew she was important. So I do feel like he was there with her. Do you happen to know a Steve or a Scott, like an S name connected to someone as well, Christy, in the living or in spirit? I know it's Scott. Okay. You, know, you recognize the name Scott. And would your son have known Scott as well? Yes. 
Okay, because there's something where your son is mentioning this Scott. Um, and there's also like a connection where I don't know if Scott was a bit of a father figure for him or a bit of a, a companion, but he, he kind of wants to recognize Scott, okay? And, no, Scott wasn't good to him. <laughs> um, and he's also given me a feeling around where it's just that, you know, I know that you're going through a lot at the moment. So I do feel like, you know, he does definitely wants to let you know that he's around just like Lauren was mentioning and just to kind of offer that support for you. And it, it's also like a point too, Christy, I think that this is about them both wanting you to rally to kind of, kind of, I don't want to say maybe work on picking the pieces back up because you're very you you've got a lot of energy and you've got a lot of zest and it almost feels like that candle has gone out a little bit. And I feel like your son is like, no ma, come on, you got to get, you got to get back with it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome, sweetheart. And our heart goes out to you. You know, he loves you. He is with you. Um, and, and Pat, you know, Pat makes a, a little bit of a wise c- crack, doesn't she? Did you hear the, the joke, Lauren? Like, I feel like Lauren, Lauren uh, Pat is full of uh, kind of these jokes. So I feel like Pat is just kind of giving you a joke just to let you know that she's okay. All right, sweetheart? You know, Pat always loved that I made jokes with her. She loved that I made a laugh. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. She still is from the other side, okay? All right. Thank you so much, you guys. You're welcome. Have a good night, sweetheart. All right. Thank you. You know, that's so wonderful, Lauren. You know, it is great, you know, because she has the intention of talking to the sister-in-law and it's wonderful that her son is like, I'm here too. I was actually surprised because I'm like, she wants to hear from a, and then I was like, okay, well, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, all right. Let us uh, let us do another uh, caller here. How about uh, 270-270-903? Hey, 270. Hi there. Hi there. Who is this? This is Jill. Hey, Jill. This is Colby and Lauren. How are you tonight, sweetheart? I'm doing fine. How are both of you? I'm good. I'm good. What can we do for you tonight? Well, I have a question. So I grew up working and with horses and riding horses a lot of my younger life. And I've been out of that equine industry for the last couple years. And I would like to get back into working with the horses, but not quite sure how to go about that. Oh, that's interesting. Lauren, I'm going to let you jump in. But the one thing I got is her working with like healing with horses or working with people and healing with horses. Did you get that, Lauren? You look like you got it. Jotting things down. And I just kind of felt like there was this sense of creating an environment where people and horses come together. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, like, you know, Colby saying like either in a form of healing or support. Um, And I don't know why, but I either got retired horses or or healing horses, you know, um, I'm, I'm so not in the equestrian world, but like, um, saving horses and bringing them into a place where they feel safe for this healing opportunity to work with others. Um, so I don't know if it's a rescue horse league of sorts. Yeah. I'm, I'm so bad if I'm getting that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jill, does that make sense? Are you very okay. empathic, honey? Like, do you, cause you feel to be empathic to me. Like you can pick up on people's emotions yeah. or, you know, when someone's in pain, does that make yeah. sense? 
Absolutely. Actually, I would, I don't know if I would consider myself an empath, but yes, I, I have that intuition, empathic um, abilities, and I use them quite regularly. And I'm actually a certified therapeutic writing instructor, and I'm working on <laughs> a second certification for equine specialists in mental health. See? So, um, <laughs> because of all of the, <laughs> yes. So I've, I've been out of teaching for the last couple of years and then, um, been trying to finish out my certification, but the, with the environment going on, that has kind of stalled that out. So it's been a little difficult for me to yeah, but, get that, let, that second certification wrapped up. Yeah, but you can. So here, look at it this way. Look at this kind of downtime as an opportunity to structure what would this career look like for you? Like Lauren is saying. So, and I felt that retired horses as well, or some definitely it's almost like you're helping the horses and you're helping people. And yeah. And so look at this downtime, sit down and start researching what, where are, where are places around you that you feel that you could be of value where they could use you, you know, and start reaching out to communicate with them, start kind of laying that groundwork now and start visualizing. Like I could totally see you holding a class like outdoor at a ranch, uh, bringing in the community to help them with the basic healing or help them kind of feel the energy of a horse and, and just kind of, uh, tap into that. And uh, Lauren, anything that you want to add to that for her? You kind of really nailed the hat. You nailed, nailed it right there. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm getting. I definitely got a sense too. And I think this is a universal message, Colby for and Jill for, you know, the downtime that we're in right now is a gift. Um, it seems like right. chaos most of us, but this downtime is a major gift. And if there's one thing I'm learning for folks like yourself, Jill, um, I think, you know, Colby really did a great job of intuiting exactly what I was going to say as far as like working with the horses, you know, uh, people healing, bringing together therapy. Um, I think it's more of that that this is a universal downtime for everybody who's listening to get clear with yourself. We all have to, I know I'm doing it. I know Colby's doing it. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah. I'm doing it. <laughs> how we want to go to that next level when we come out of this work. And the one thing I just want to add to that is I think you're going to find in about a year's time that this is going to be very needed. Oh yeah, definitely. There's definitely this feeling that what you're going to offer is going to be very needed and, and very unique and new and, and the world will be more ready for it. There you go, Jill. I hope that helps, honey. Yes, it does. Thank you so much. I appreciate it from both of you. You're welcome. You have a great night. Yeah. Good luck. You know, I've always loved horses, Lauren. I'm a little like, it's kind of an odd thing because I'm a little afraid of them. And maybe it's just the you know, I'm afraid that they'll, they'll hurt me. So I just have to kind of relax around it. But I do, don't you love the beauty of a horse? And, and the, I do. I have a bunch of friends here that have horses and, and, you know, just to be near them and their majesty is lovely. Yeah. So, all right, let us take uh, another caller here. Let's see. How about uh, eight? What's this look like? This is eight, one, uh, four here. Hey, 814, you are on the air with Lauren and Colby. Who is this? Misty. Hi, Misty. How are you, sweetheart? Oh, oh gosh, good. How are you? 
I'm good. I'm good. And no profanity. Just giving you a forewarning because I have a feeling about you. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. Already. <laughs> do, yep. you, do you have a potty mouth, Misty? I'm just curious. Just, do you have a potty mouth? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I can. Oh, that's so funny. All right. What can we do for you tonight? Oh. I, I was uh, hoping to hear from my parents or anything about my future in general. Okay. So anything we'll go like with the parents. Yeah. So, Lauren, it's uh, connecting with yeah. the, the mom and dad. and. Um, definitely. Lauren, do you want to start, honey? Yeah, if you want, I can. Um, let's see, right away, uh, when I heard your voice, the first feeling I got was perhaps a father. Um, so it sounds like your dad might be in the spirit when you said parents. Um, let me kind of describe this gentleman to you. So be open to everybody you know, but I was feeling a gentleman that came right close to you, like what feels like a father. I get the sense of perhaps still like younger 60s, 70s age passing or late 50s. Um, I feel like this is a yeah. gentleman who had a strong physique or a strong build and a really cheeky humor and mischievous personality would run into the Yes, that's my stepdad, actually. Okay. <laughs> he, he was my okay, dad, so, but he was actually uh, my stepdad. I have a stepdad, too, who's been in my life since I was two. So would you see this gentleman as a strong, positive father figure? The best. Yes, okay. Because oh. he really okay. steps in in that regard would you understand having heart disease or heart valve heart to disconnect toward the end of his life um he's supposed to heart disconnect something's going on in the heart space i know that word disconnect sounded weird uh, even when i said i was like what did i just say uh, um well, i feel like either... go ahead when him and my mom got married i was 13 years old and he asked me if it was okay. And when he did, he bought me this nice diamond uh, heart necklace with oh, my birthstone blue see? and diamond <laughs> blue earrings. Oh, so look at that. that could be as far as a heart with him. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's in our, I, I have to say this. Uh, it, you know, it is great that you got through only because if you look at the necklace I'm wearing tonight, it's, yes, a, it's a blue heart crystal. So definitely, it's your stepdad was definitely meant to get through tonight. <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, when, um, you know, one of the things I see with the with a man, so I don't know if it's your, your natural father or the stepfather, would you know of a gentleman that did something for the community or had a badge in any sort of way, either a volunteer firefighter or anything like that would that make a connection my, my brother but he's, oh my brother but he's not passed away that's okay he's in the living then but he's a volunteer firefighter or 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 something he, he was okay got it okay he so, was yeah. all right and so he also is obviously connected to this stepdad as well is that correct yep okay all right because I, I feel like he, you know he wants to acknowledge him, him as well. And there's just a sense. Now I'm kind of curious with your mom, would it be right that your mom is straight to the point kind of a lady? Like there's no fluff <laughs> with her. Like, I feel like she's so direct. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Yes. We're, yes. She's, yes. We, she's not, we love her. She's not exactly the most polished person. <laughs> Does no. That... <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yes. Yes. 
But, you know, you got to love her honesty Uh, because, I, I, you know, I think that she meant she's an honest person. And and I think that she valued that a lot. I I miss that in her. I miss that. I need someone like that again in my life that she's so honest, but in such a loving way. You know, she loves you and she doesn't, you know, but yes. Did you happen to give your mom a mother's day? Like, um, what's that called? A mother's ring, Lauren, when it's got the mixed stones in it is, does she have a mother's ring or something like this? Yes. Okay. Yes. There's, uh, yes, yes, she does. Okay. Makes me feel like that's very special to her that it was quite special. I'm kind of curious though. Is there a third sibling? So there's you, your brother, is there one other sibling? (laughs) Two others, two okay. my two younger sisters and my older brother. Two sisters. Okay, so there's three sisters because I got the three, but it's three sisters than yeah. one brother. Okay, Lauren, what do you want to add yep. in here? <laughs> um, uh, Misty, coming back to I think your mom or the stepfather. I'm definitely getting a sense of a serious stomach illness. Um, uh, or surgery or cancer that came into the mid belly to stomach area. Do you connect with that? Um, uh, my mom, she had a hernia in her stomach oh. before, um, oh, okay. she had passed. I mean, that wasn't the then, cause of it, but she did have a surgery in her stomach area. Yes. Okay. I'm seeing like a oh, surgery Bob. in my stomach. Oh. I miss missing? Sorry. I'm sorry. What? No, no. I was just saying, I saw the surgery in her stomach. So it sounds like you're validating that. That feels like your mom is here. And I see that these two, you know, mom, they, they feel like as a couple, they were very close and that they themselves had a teasing banter between each other. Um, I feel like there would be some funny nicknames or some off color humor. Like they're, they're, they're really two peas in the pod in their humor. Do you understand that? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Uh, it's almost like I say Bonnie and Clyde-ish, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the weird, the weird thing I was getting real quick too. And then we gotta, we gotta let you go, Misty. But is there, does somebody happen to have a, a, a shotgun or a rifle? I know that sounds a little crazy, <laughs> but. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if anybody did it. My brother probably would for hunting. Okay. Okay. Um, um personally we do. Ha- I mean, not other than a shotgun or a rifle like that. Um, but um, my stepdad, he always did because he always hunted and everything. Yeah, yeah, he's got a shotgun. Okay, now that's what I was getting because he made me feel like his shotgun was his pride and joy. Okay, and, um, yeah. D- does the does your brother happen to have that shotgun or does somebody in the family have that specific <clears throat> shotgun? I'm not sure, actually. I, okay. I, he might. There's a possibility that he might. Okay. All right. Well, maybe ask him. Uh, Lauren, anything final that you want to add? And we'll take one more caller. Yeah, I just feel like one last piece here. Um, do you understand like a Robert, Bob, Bill, Bill Rob- Bob? R- Robert, Robert is my stepdad's name. His name, we called him Bob. Ah, okay, great. But so Robert just, was it was, his name. It was kind of like on the top of my head. I'm like, ah! <laughs> so he's obviously there for you, my love, with your mom. And I, I just love their personalities together. I think they're they're just a hoot. <laughs> yeah, so just, you know, it's like, it's almost, you know, pick up your britches. I don't know, that's really actually from your mom. But pull up your britches and... Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. And, yeah, you get it. And, and just kind of keep holding your head up high, sweetheart, and know that they're all around you, okay? Yep, thank you so much. You're welcome. Lots of love to you. Aww. Thank you.
All right, we will go for uh, one more, Lauren. Sound good to you? All right, yes. here, here we go. Uh, this is a six six one. Let's see, six six one. Hey, six six one, you are on the air with Lauren and Colby. Who is this? Hi, this is Jackie. Hey, Jackie, how are you, honey? I'm good. How are you? I can't uh, believe I'm on the air. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> well, what what can we do for you tonight? Um, I was hoping that my father would come through. Okay, great. All right, and uh, so we have a few minutes here, uh, Lauren. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Um, I can jump in if you want. I'm, I've got a little something. Let's see if this connects for you, Jackie. And then um, there we uh, go. So right away. I've got a gentleman who's coming forward and I'm almost feeling like I have two. So I'm going to try to sort them through. Um, one of them feels like okay. a rather studious, uh, somebody who might be rather studious, Jackie, um, kind of a business professional, I believe, or business leader, business owner. Um, I kind of feel like I'm an older man of passing seventies, eighties age passing. Um, and I feel like he was, uh, kind of rather successful or well, uh, associated for his area, like somehow known, um, locally recognized, um, either community oriented. Um, do you understand us around father or somebody connected to dad and spirit? Um, not sure. Okay. So the other piece um, I'll put in there, cause I, oh, go ahead, honey. Hello. No, go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. No, I'm I was trying gonna to say, figure out who that could be. Okay, so the other gentleman that came with him was uh, a little bit younger, 60s, 70s age passing, but heading up into his elderly a little bit. Um, so I think they're somehow connected with each other. Um, this other gentleman I have, I feel like, unfortunately, was quite unwell before he passed. So there feels like a year or more where there was some struggles of health, either cancer or other degenerative illnesses. Um, but I sense that family was around him before he left for this world. I'm getting more of a working man um, or somebody who had worked really hard in life, perhaps on the labor side. Would you understand that? Um, my gosh, it could be a, a brother-in-law. Okay. Uh, my so, dad. Um, I'm sorry, what? But my dad wasn't sick. My dad wasn't sick before he passed away. Yeah. Do you, real quick though, do you, would your dad yeah, have worked with his hands? Um, would your dad yes. have, because I feel, I see a man who's got like th thick hands or kind of rough hands uh, because yeah. I feel like he worked with his hands a lot. Does that resonate around your dad? Yeah, that was my daddy. He was uh, he oh. owned his own wrecking yard. Oh, you know what I kept seeing? I kept seeing rope, you know? So I wonder if they had rope at the wrecking yard or things that he'd have to pull a lot. Do you know what I mean? Because I felt like he was pulling. But I bet you he was with machinery and things like that, yeah? Um, Probably. And, and he gives me a feeling around him of, I believe that people really liked him. Like, I feel like he could be a little... I don't maybe not rough around the edges, but just kind of real down to earth. But I think people really cared about him. Does that make sense around his personality? Yeah, he was awesome. He was yeah. amazing. Had the best personality and a great presence when he entered a room. And I think even a thing with music with him, like I feel like he, you know, he wouldn't be afraid to kind of make fun of himself or to kind of have a little fun with people. <laughs> Does that make sense? Did he ever do an Elvis yeah. impersonation by chance or did he impersonate people by chance? No, um, no, not my dad. 
he makes me feel like he's got a laugh that kind of reminds me of Elvis. So I don't know if maybe the side of his mouth would lift up, but there's a big old <laughs> laugh with it. Do you understand that? Oh, that's funny. Okay. All right. Lauren, do you uh, want to add anything else here with this? Um, really quickly, and I think we're kind of in a similar vein, Jackie. I think because I had said a working man, and and as Colby validated, he worked with his hands. Yeah. It sounds like your dad was a fast, unexpected passing, from what you know. Yes, right? he, it was very quick. Okay, and and I don't want to argue that. Unexpected. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to argue that. I just want to validate some, or just put it out there that I, I get the sense of either having some physical issues or struggles before he left. So while I think there's a fast passing, I just feel like he's kind of feeling sluggish or a little tired before he left. So um, I don't know if you can yes. look back to see anything okay. in there that he must acknowledge. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You go. And yeah, I hope he's uh, and I hope he's not disappointed in me for what's going on in the family now. No, but it is about letting go of family drama. So I don't know if there's family yeah. drama at the moment, but I do feel yes. like it's, you know, try not to hold grudges, um, Jackie. So it's almost like I know you're trying to do the right thing, but it's to the point where I feel like for him, it's not about holding on to grudges and just to kind of live in your truth, because that's that's what would make him the most proud. All right, good. I'm trying to do that. You can do it. All right, sweetheart. Well, you have a I good just, night and lots of love to you, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, baby doll. You have a good night. Lots of love. You keep you keep doing the right thing and, and just trust that he's going to be proud, okay? Thank you so much. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Have a good night. Oh my gosh. Can you believe that is the end of the show? This show goes by so quickly. It, it's the fastest 50 minutes, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. You're like, what happened? It is like, I know, but it has been so great to have you. I, and I, you know, I know you're busy and you, you said you're working on your house. And so I, I just really appreciate you taking the time and you know just to, to come on and to share your beautiful gift with everyone and it really just you know if any time we could use a, a lifting of vibration it's now so thank you so much thank you for having me i really, really appreciate to connect to all the people who tuned in just be safe be well and lots and lots of love yeah and and just you know uh, I know it's laurenrainbow.com, uh, but you're on Instagram and Facebook. So where can they find you there? For both places, it's Lauren Rainbow Medium. And uh, so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be the only Lauren Rainbow Medium that'll pop up. <laughs> it's perfect. There you go. Well, you can't, you can't beat it. And you know, congratulations on the card deck. It's amazing. And, and, uh, not only should you be proud of you, I know spirits proud of you and what an honor and, uh, you keep people, keep people inspired, keep doing you and, uh, anybody out there, you know, go ahead and follow or hit that website, go like those pages and Lauren, I'll have to have you back. I can't wait. So thank you so much. Thank you, Coley. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a good night. And thank you, everybody, for watching, for tuning in. Feel free to share. Lots of love. And I'll see you next week, everyone.
Thank you for listening to The Colby Rebel Show. Be sure to follow Colby on social media at Psychic Rebel. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please head on over to iTunes to leave a review to help Colby grow the tribe. Colby is an international psychic medium, teacher, best-selling author, and speaker. She is a master teacher of the Lisa Williams International School of Spiritual Development and is the owner of the Colby Rebel Spirit Center in Los Angeles. Visit ColbyRebel.com.